The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Selma, New Hampshire, this is the Ash Holes Podcast. And today it's the sixth anniversary, sixth <laughs> anniversary of the Ash Holes Podcast. And so we're going to, well, I guess we're going to trash dog Ed because he's not here. He's so. not here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he hasn't been here six years. The, the, no. the champion is you. The closest to six years mm-hmm. is you. I'd, I'd say... Five and three quarters, anyway. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. Yeah. So happy anniversary. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about that and smoke a real nice cigar to celebrate for that. And the cigar we are going to smoke today is the latest from Nelson Alfonso, Selected Tobacco. And the first cigar to feature his name, Alfonso. It's made in Costa Rica. The Alfonso Extra Anejo. It features a flawless Ecuadorian wrapper over Ecuadorian binder and fillers from... Nicaragua, Lajero, and Peruvian tobacco. Once the cigars were rolled, they were aged in various cedar rooms uh, with a final aging in an oak-filled aging room. The cigars go through the process for five years before they're boxed and sent out for your enjoyment. The result is one of the most incredible cigars I've ever experienced, medium in strength but full of flavor that will captivate the palate and create an experience like no other. I'll stand by that statement. Today, this is the Alfonso number one. It's four inches by 50 ring gauge. This little cigar retails for, hold on to your wallet, $30 per cigar or $749.99 for a box of 25. No savings. Full price on this. Uh, five years age. That's what'll that's what'll do it for you. Is it worth thirty dollars? We'll be the judge of that, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that. But um, beautiful looking. Yep, perfect oh, yeah. wrapper. Nice, very firm, uh, but draws well. Chrissy, you mm-hmm. never smoked it. Not not in this size. Okay, I've had the mm-hmm. Alfonso. Okay, we, I think we did it once on the show. Yes. I think right at, right when you came back from the uh, oh from yeah, the show. Yeah, we did the large, the larger sizes. Yeah. yeah, we did the. Uh, and this is the number larger. one. Number one. And um, it's the number one because from uh, everything I can understand, besides the singles that are out there, it's the only size we have left. So as as great as... Expensive as the cigar is, selling. uh, It is selling. (laughs) And this one is selling the least. uh, But still, Hmm. we're talking a trade show in a matter of two weeks. And there were, I believe, 250, two 250 boxes of each size that were done, and it's a complete sellout that fast. They're hoping for a little more before Christmas, um, and um, then there'll be an allotment for whatever 2023 brings. Mm. But um, as far as um, Nelson Alfonso and his brands, which is Atabay Byron, Bandolero, uh, now Alfonso, this was certainly the fastest and most successful launch of a new product I have ever seen, especially at that kind of price range. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, everybody who's had an Atabay Byron, you know, Benalero, he has knows a reputation, he brings right? his A-game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here it is. Uh, 
it's, I mean, what what size was it? Like Barry gave 102? Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, a six by 52 or something yeah. like that. Uh, I don't know about 102, but we'll we'll rate this at the end ourselves too. But a little spicy on the lips. A little bit. Uh, kind of uh, some graham cracker, some honey mm. graham cracker. On honey, the, uh, yeah. Cold draw. Yeah. I get the raisins 100% on this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Chrissy has to have many cigars of late. Mm-mm. If you're going to oh. smoke one, this is the yeah. one, baby. Today I was like, you know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are just sinus uh, issues in that. Unfortunately, yeah. the cigar smoke doesn't help it often. But yeah. for this guy, I- I'll risk the sinus problems. <laughs> All right. So let's yeah. give it a light. Yeah. Uh, and the lighting is brought to you by Perdomo. The hottest brand in the land, a company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Aaron forgot he was doing Ed's read. Well, it says well, it Ed. Says Ed so it, <laughs> oh, it Ed does. On. It's it a silent Ed. As there was a moment of silence, I looked yep. down and <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, it's like, this yeah. is what Ed usually does. So here you are playing the part of Ed also. Uh, so now that I'm done law, criticizing right? you, yes, I was going to say. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. I want to make sure this is is lit properly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go. It's only four inches long. If I was going to light back up, there she is. It's it's as damn close to perfect as, as you can get. Yep. Especially on the one draw, a lot of the time the one draw I find is, uh, it can be a little unfair on cigars because the first draw sometimes can be quite harsh, but then the cigar will turn to the most beautiful cigar. This, even on the first draw, is like, oh. So I had said the first time I ever had Atabay that it's the best cigar I ever had that was at the trade show smoking the cigar, and then we got them in. This is 10 years ago. And then as I smoked it on, it became very quickly the best, not only the best cigar I, I, I had at the show, it was the best cigar I ever had in my life. And people would say, what's your favorite cigar? And for 25 years, I could never answer that question mm-hmm. until it was Atabay. And as I smoked the cigar, is it possible we have a new winner? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I haven't come out and said it yet, <laughs> but um, man, this cigar, I probably only had... Six or seven of these uh, ever, but here I am lighting it again. Very and smooth, I'm really paying yeah. attention because we have to win one draw, and uh, it's amazing cigar. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's one of those cigars. It's like that, again that first draw. You can tell that you're in for a a nice ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes it's yeah you're not sure what you're going to deal with it. Like oh we'll see how it heats up. So leather. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, caramel. Okay. A little caramel on the yeah. on the finish. We talk so much, I forgot now. All I know is it's good. Wow. It was so good. That first draw, it is so good, the whole thing. But uh, I'm just, I'm nice. speechless because I really was. So I've been trying a few different cigars because I, I like smoking, but with my sinus issues, they've all just, even my favorites have tasted funny. So I was that concerned for this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm speechless because I... It's so good. So good. Yeah. So good. Chewy smoke. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. I love a chewy smoke. Yeah. So uh, we needed something to celebrate uh, the Ash Holes uh, 
sixth anniversary, and what I should have picked was the Alfonso number six. <laughs> but uh, as I say, the only one left is the number one, which yep. is a small one. So um, more coming in. But the Ashles began on Wednesday, November 16th, tw- 2016. Today, making it six full years that have passed. In each and every week, the Ashles had a show, never missing an episode. Today is episode 315. Crazy, um, man. So Ooh. how many people have been an official <laughs> Ashle? So I have the full list here wow. of who they are. So uh, Aaron was there in the audience mm-hmm. as episode one. I was in the audience, too. So here we were, two audience people. Mm-hmm. Now the only two on the stage. <laughs> what the hell happened here, right? Um, the original host uh, at the beginning, episode one, was Dan, mm-hmm. Oliver, and Derek. And if you did the math on November 16th, that was actually a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we would say Ash Wednesday. Yes, that's right. And Dan was a, a pastor. Yep, Pastor Padron. Uh, yep. And in the audience was Aaron watching, uh, who didn't know in a short time later he'd be joining uh, the gang. <laughs> they actually uh, almost didn't let me up the stairs. Uh, Keith was like, oh, I don't know if they're having an audience. Oh, and really? I was like, no, Derek said they were doing an audience. So. Yeah, really? Go, so yeah. Keith was here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Oliver is Oliver from United Cigar. And um, he was um, she six knew back years then. ago. He was brand, brand new, new and not out on the road yet. But mm-hmm. shortly after that, he became <laughs> a road warrior and wasn't around much. So Wednesday would come and there would be nobody there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be Derek and Dan. And then I think I said to you, do you want to jump in? And you said, yeah. Well, it was after Derek left. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were like, well, we can't do it with just Dan. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So after Derek left, I wonder how it wasn't long. No, it was like less than six months. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, at the beginning, there was no, there was no producer. Mm-hmm. So these guys that were doing the show would produce it himself. Dan would do it. Oliver would do it. Yep. Derek was producing Derek did right it. First, uh, the first, first one, one. produced. Yeah. yeah. He would be right next to him. On the, and, and do on it, the table. Right there on the this. table, which was a folding table. And where you're sitting, Chrissy, is yeah. where they set up. Oh, yep. wow. There was lights that were, there were power cords stretching across the room to get the lighting right. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. crazy. And we thought, it was, we thought it was pretty cool, and it was horrible. <laughs> compared to now, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. later came Stu Fink. He became the producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, until Ed Sullivan took over as the producer, and Aaron and Dan kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dan left, and Jess jumps in. Uh, with Jess and Mike, I believe, at the same time. Followed by Mike Tamari. You think they came on the same day? Same, same time, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, then came Matt Tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Aaron, Matt, Jess, and Ed was the producer, right? Uh, yep, I believe so. Uh, then Jess got pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everybody wondered what, what happened to Jess and early pregnancy they don't like to say that they're pregnant Mm -hmm. and don't say anything well then she disappeared and you know oh jess isn't here today jess isn't here today until (laughs) i think two months went by and then it was like okay you can say it now well jess is pregnant Mm -hmm. yeah um and um nine months later there's the baby and jess um she did not come back on she's made a couple of appearances appearances at the ash heels right yeah yeah uh, so next becomes Ben as the producer, and Ed oh, yeah, moves ben into the big chair, right? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, then later, Sarah joins the gang. And um, just a few weeks later, Matt leaves. Mm -hmm. And Matt Tobacco starts his own podcast later on of uh, Smoking Smoking Tobacco. tobacco. Got to go with the name, right? Yep. (laughs) And uh, that was when COVID started. That's when, when Sarah leaves... Matt leaves. We had a pretty ben good, leaves good right after. But pretty good stretch with uh, Sarah. Like yeah. She was on for a bit. Well, she wasn't even here a year. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a good stretch for an Asheville. Yeah. For an Asheville. <laughs> she and I were, she was here when I. Yeah. Like, well, Chrissy takes over as the producer uh, while Sarah joined the gang, mm-hmm. right? Then Jen joins, and she is followed by. Uh, John the Kilt Band, and then me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you've been doing the math here, it's but uh, today wraps up six years of the assholes, and there's been 15 <sighs> official assholes Crazy. in six years. That equals 2.5 per year on average. We drop off two and a half people per year on average. <laughs> Man, dropping like Twitter. <laughs> Doing it. That's oh, crazy. I'm just trying to, like, this year, we dropped off one, two. Uh, two and a half? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. not a half. It's either two yeah, or three, right? Well, we got, I don't Ed, know. Ed's been pretty, con- you know, consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he missed a few, but he's, yeah, he's, he's here. vacations yeah. and stuff. So anyway, thank you to all 15. If, if you happen to be watching uh, and remembering your time on it, thank you, because you've certainly helped the show over the six years. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron's been here the longest, arguably, since the beginning uh, at the live show. Um, then, uh, then it's Ed and then Ben uh, and Sarah uh, is a year might be the leaders. Are you here a year yet? More than. Yeah, you've been like, one of well, yeah, I don't even exist started, on his list. Yeah, it's around Sarah's time, so. You're one of the 15. Yeah. yeah. Are you here more than a year? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, more than on a year. On the actuals? Sure. Yes. yes. Okay. We've been doing it since the day I've, yes. 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 Since the beginning, yeah. Which, how long is that? Because she started up. I've been here almost two years. On the Ashels. Yeah. We'll be doing Ashels since I started. Ben and I left, started for you. Uh, she came shortly yeah. after. I came right after Ben, and Ben's been gone for. Yep. Ben left after COVID. During. During, yeah. Oh, it was still going on. You think it was 2021? It was a long time, I mean. <laughs> no, I came on board early. So it was around my birthday. So February. February will be two years, I believe, in the studio for okay. me. So you're still a year. Yeah. February will be two years. Or for a year. Well, I'm <laughs> over yes. a year. Okay. We're yeah, a year yeah. and a half. We're, yes, we're yeah, yeah. So am I over 62? Because I'm not 63. I'm over 62. It's <laughs> huh? uh, a year. Well, Until it's two. It, it, Until old. it's two. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, every episode of The Ash Holes is on podcasts yeah. and YouTube. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I see what you're saying. It, right? It's be, it's back to our old story of are, <laughs> are you single or married? Oh God, right? let's not start that again. Let's not start that. <laughs> um, we're in the United Podcast Network. You can see the show on the United Podcast Network TV. We're all uh, the shows that are produced from here are on, and Chrissy does mm-hmm. everybody's shows. We were, we were uh, the, the first on the United Podcast Network, weren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the first. You, because I was, believe the Ashholes was even before the Cigar Authority did. You were the first one on the stage. Yeah. Yes, that's right. First one on the stage. We were the last one on the old stage. Yeah. (laughs) In the old setup. We had to burn that. Yes. Um, (laughs) The advertisers, Series 5-5, with the top five, uh, Bohemian, 
the Cuban delights, delight, delightful news, which you're going to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, Jose Dominguez Studio, thank you to Jose Dominguez, Don Rafael, Altadas, Davidoff, Arganosa Leaf, and Perdomo. Those are all the uh, people that support this show. So if you like mm-hmm. our show, uh, please support them because they support us, and that would be uh, great if you would. So that being said, uh, where are we, 16 minutes? Um, what else do I have? I have, I have some uh, questions and stuff about the show. Um, let me get to it. Yeah. So uh, how's the show been going? Actually, never better. October's numbers came in strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're growing. After six years, we continue to grow, so that's good. Oh. Um, higher on audio podcasting than we do on people watching this. I think, and that's part of it is just YouTube and yes. Facebook. Clapping, With the exceptions you know, of when the Ash Hills come in, I notice a major jump that happens on <laughs> yeah, the... Yeah, people on t- the, tune in. Hmm. Hmm. No way. You put all females on the stage and people click more. Yeah. They click no way. way more. They the click, they click place, about five no? times more. And yeah. if you mm-hmm. if you go into YouTube and you do the Ash Holes and you click on most popular shows, yep. the, all the top five, you'll notice. <laughs> yep. And all, all the ladies. The yeah. number of emails about feet is just like dramatically It increased. does. Too. They, yeah, we'd get a lot more fan mail, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but right now we're working on plans for a bigger seventh year. Um, get some plans to have uh, cigar launches on it, giveaways, big name guests planned, uh, some surprises are planned, and uh, we hope that um, you're listening to the show and you share the show and like the show and, and help uh, other people find it. On YouTube, we have 1,500 subscribers. Um, we're obviously looking for more. Actually, 2,000 is a magic number for, for YouTube hmm. to help push us along. Oh. Uh, most watched shows, uh, as I say, are the Ash Hills. Um, it's back-to-back, is back-to-back too much for the ladies. 10,000 views. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, the women of two guys. <laughs> yeah. The sexiest men in the cigar industry <laughs> with you guys. Those are one, two, three. And um, most watch show with a guest. What do you think? Hmm. Uh, Nick Perdomo? No. Yeah. Steve Saga. Steve Saga. I knew he was up there. He gets popular. He yeah. Does. I don't get it, but it, it People happens. like to argue. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Lots of plans, and and I'm yeah. looking here also. As you remember, the first cigar you smoked on the show, uh, the Andalusian Bowl. Correct, and then it becomes the cigar of the year, and it's a big deal. And now yep. they're selling Andalusian Bull Coronas for two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you the, think the second one was? Then the second cigar, cigar smoked. Oh, that's a tough one. That would have been. Everybody remembers their first, but the second. I, I remember one. the first one I smoked on the stage on the show. Ah, um, that was the. I think it was the Yamasa actually. So um, it was Mikorita was number two, which is Steve Saka's cigar. Yeah. So you say Yamasan, which was um, the um, Avo, right? Yes, Avo. Uh, oh. Nor was it Davidoff. Oh, Davidoff. Davidoff Yamasan. Wow, nice, nice one to start off with. So I'm trying to look. I only have one page of these, but I do not see it on the first thirty episodes. Were you think you in the 
probably after that. Yeah, shortly okay. after. Yeah. Well, all right. So that's like why. End of April. So uh, it was good cigars. It was smoking, um, you know, week 37, Byron Londonese. And um, yeah. um, 32 was Atabay. No wonder why you wanted the gig. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get some in-between stuff that's eh, okay or yeah. whatever. But um, uh, you guys were smoking good cigars back in 2016. And um, you did a cigar of the year, the first cigar of the year, which we have to remember to do one this year, yeah. too. The first cigar of the year was? Uh, let's see. that year, You were not on this. I was not on it. No? So let's see. They decided on, oh, gosh, that's a stretch. I don't remember. It was Sereno. Ah, uh, yes. And they were know, the first advertisers. And too. then they became the first mm. advertiser after the fact. So we have to remember that, that we have to pick somebody that has <laughs> potential to be an advertiser. <laughs> so no Saka cigars, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He advertises on a lot of people's shows, but he doesn't yeah. advertise on yeah. us. But that's the that's the Ash Olsen six years uh, in, in a in a little uh, wrapping mm-hmm. in a wrap it in a bow of what it is. So what do you think of Alfonso so far? I mean, amazing so far. Yeah. Yeah, draws ah, perfect. Mine went out. Yeah, you're talking a lot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The burn's great. Flavors. It's just as complex as you would expect from something yeah. from Nelson Alfonso. Thirty dollars. Uh, yeah. I mean, for the the good time. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't uh, typically choose this to sit on a podcast and talk. I would rather want to sit and just enjoy it and pay attention yeah. to the cigar. Right. But it's an amazing cigar so far. Um, we had to celebrate, though. We, had we to. have to. I yes. guess. By the way, Ed is in the chat room. Oh, oh Ed. Shout out to Ed. We and miss you. Happy anniversary. He's in the Bahamas. Mm. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Bahama yes. Mama. Have he a Bahama is, yeah. Mama. All right. He even did Much the uh, lighting there. for us. Oh, nice. Fire, <laughs> fire typing. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll do some uh, letter in the mailbox. Uh, here are the top five and delightful news. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurial tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a Mao cigar? Don Rafael is just that. 
solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what do you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We are smoking the Alfonso Number 1. And if you don't follow us on Facebook already, check us out there. We're also on YouTube, on Odyssey. And if you want to send us an e- email, it's theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, do that. Theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Maybe we'll get a postcard from Ed Sullivan. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ed. Can you send us a postcard? Yeah, it's those people nice. do that? Yeah, they, well, we, I think you some could, do. You could do it today and see if the postcard gets here before you do yeah. next uh-huh. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. The race is on. Yeah, we're not at the uh, holiday craziness of the post office yet, so maybe it will. So I mentioned the oak in the cedar, mm-hmm. in the cedar room where they uh, age the cigar for five years, uh, lowering the humidity, rising the humidity, and then on the last... Maybe the last year or so, they put them in uh, a room that has oak in it. Mm. And supposedly, according to Nelson Alfondo, that's going to change everything. This certainly doesn't taste like Atabay. No. It no, doesn't taste different. like Byron. It's a, it's a, he says a cross between them, like if Atabay and Byron had a child, it would become Alfonso. It doesn't taste like either of them, I don't think. No. It's a different thing to it. I get the Nelson Alfonso finger touch here that he he has something to do with yeah. this, of course. But it's different. Yeah, it's it, got the complexity of like a Byron because a Byron is extremely complex and it's mm-hmm. got that much. Um, it's a, got kind of like the smoothness 
of an Atabay. How about strength-wise? What would you say? Strength-wise, it's maybe a touch above an Atabay. So, I mean, this one, it's, it's not particularly strong. So like a five or a six, maybe. Okay. I'm glad you went there because when you said uh, maybe where Atabay is, where maybe Atabay you think is a three or a four, it should be a five. I'd say it's, it's medium anyway. Maybe a, Yeah, it's a medium. Say, yeah. It's a yeah. medium-bodied medium cigar. Uh, although five years, you know, it doesn't feel like it's strength, yeah. but there's a lot of lot of flavor to it. I, I Boy. Very well-balanced. Yeah. It, it's up there. It's dangerously close <laughs> to the best cigar I ever had in my mm-hmm. life. Um, and I'll have to make a decision before the end of the year if this is my new favorite cigar I've ever had. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. funny. You mentioned when you mentioned oh, we have to remember to do Cigar of the Year this year, I was, I was going to chime in and say you – uh, you potentially might be smoking. smoking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we'd get chance. to smoke it again, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You got to put some aside, huh? Yeah. Maybe. So do we have uh, a letter in the mailbox? We do have one uh, letter in the mailbox. Beautiful. Nice, nice and short, which is even better. This is from uh, Jesse Rohrer. It's tough spelling. R-O-H-R-O-R-E-R. So I'm guessing Rohrer. it's Rohrer. Uh, and it says, hey, guys, nothing quippy or clever, uh, clever for you. I just wanted to let you know that smoking cigars makes me happy, and so does listening to the assholes. Ah. Thanks for making my daily commute more bearable. Cheers, Jesse. Um, Chrissy, Chrissy's very happy with Thank that. Thank you, and you're welcome, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what, an, what a fitting yeah. mailbag to have on this sixth. Yeah. sixth that is a weird word to say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it makes we'll it never have to say it again because it'll be seventh. Good. Yeah, yeah that's nice and clean. Yeah. Yes, on the anniversary of the number six of our birth. <laughs> yeah. so, and six years have passed. That is correct. It is our yes. sixth year anniversary. Yes, and so we're going to go into our seventh, right? Next seventh week, we begin our seventh year. Mm-hmm. Next week. Yep. Their seventh so year. Is, no? uh, well, this is. Something. I'm like now you're going against your own math because technically well, it's, it's once the, the one Jonathan year has math. passed, now I'm I would be now into yeah. my second year because <laughs> yeah. ah, one year yeah. has passed. You are into your second year, right. right? But before it wasn't, it was still That's one right. year, so you're you're still one years old. You've, you've talked yes. yourself back yeah, around. Still, <laughs> although depending on the culture, some cultures yeah. start with the day they're born as their one. Yep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's not as common, obviously, for so practical reasons. I remember yeah. people in the year 2000, that was 1999, yeah. and everybody was celebrating and saying this is, um, you know, the, the turn of the century and the yeah. next. And the argument was there was no year zero. There, it's true, there wasn't. And it was, yeah. I mean, it was named hundreds of years after <laughs> that, yeah. that date anyways. So therefore... 2001 was the change. Mm. That you're celebrating a year too early for the the year 2000. It should have been too. Well, there was year one BC, and then there was year one. So, but there was no zero. One through 2000. Yeah, there was no z. There was no zero. No, no year zero. So then 2000 is the right year. Because you had because one you BC and then one. Yeah. So they had one, and then they had one point one because one. Yeah, but there's no zero, therefore but there's one, two ones. one is zero. But it still started on one. No, because so. one BC and well, then there was, one. Well, there's two BC also, no? Yeah, but it's it, it's it doesn't really matter because it was done you know, after those dates anyways. So I have we're no ta- idea. I'm just... Because we're talking about before Christ. Yeah. So Christ comes, what year is it? Zero, right? Well, Whatever they, the calendar they were using. Don't look at me. It was all after <laughs> the fact. Don't look but at after the fact, Gregorian, they're, they're, they're taking after 
Christ as one. Yeah, but, but he was. It was zero. It was yeah. right when Christ. But was, we we call it Christ two thousand because it's two thousand years, and so <laughs> it's still yeah. the millennial. Like it doesn't make a difference. All right. Still two thousand yeah. years, right? There's an sure. argument there. There's an arg- there's a fight there somewhere. <laughs> Ed's got the Ed's got the answer. He'll bring it back yeah. from the Bahamas with him next yeah. week. So we'll look forward to that because I don't have a Dave six pack this week. No Dave six pack. So my what my recommendation is to buy six. Alfonso cigars. Yeah. Any size, it doesn't matter because if you don't buy them right away, you're gonna have to wait a long they're going to be gone. Yep. Yeah. And uh, assuming we do not get any more in before the end of the year, um, that'll be it for this year. And who knows when um, 2023s come in. Um, they only made, I believe, it was either two or 250 of each size, and, and that was it for the year. So, yeah. uh, I mean, it says uh, production limited right on it. <laughs> yeah, it says it <laughs> right on it the is. band. And that's why I would not, I think, choose it as a cigar of the year myself. You guys are all in on it. We'll have the argument mm-hmm. uh, and, and talk about it. But typically, for um, the cigar authorities mm-hmm. and um, two guys that I started in, in 1994 doing a cigar of the year. If it was unavailable, you couldn't get it on a regular basis. Yep. I didn't put it in there because what's the sense of calling Alfonso the Cigar of the Year if you can't just go into a store and, and buy it? it. That's, sure. I, that's a fair point. Yeah. I agree with that. We've done ones that are, are limited release, but you can still kind of you can get them. And in fairness, your first Cigar of the Year was Andalusian <laughs> yeah. Bull, which turned out to you couldn't get it. But at that time, it was no problem that's getting true, yeah. it. It got so popular. And you guys were the first ones to do it. You were the first ones to ever name that Cigar of the Year before well, Cigar Aficionado? It, it, it wasn't the Cigar of the Year that year, though. It was just the first cigar that they smoked. Oh, so that, oh. So. That's right. And it was like a month or so later Oh, okay. Cigar Aficionado uh, named it Cigar of the Year. That And that's what ended up And that happening. blew it up, and nobody and, could get it. And ruined that. it ever yep. again. So, okay, I understand that. Yeah, at least it wasn't the shark. Around. All right, let's get today's, <laughs> today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. And today's top five is the top five worst drivers by state, according to Barstool Sports. Uh, Barstool Sports. <laughs> they, they pulled their uh, audience. And so it's okay. what people perceive as the worst drivers. Okay. I'm going to go with okay. New York. Uh, so we'll, we'll, number five is Mississippi was voted. Mississippi? I've never driven in Mississippi. No, so I don't think I, I, I have either. I couldn't either. vouch for that one. Uh, number four is New York, which okay. uh, that's around here. We know it's like the worst. <laughs> I get I get like stressed out dramatically once I go through the tunnel and I'm coming into New York. Yeah, it all starts. It all tenses up. Yep. And I'm a Boston driver. I'm used to driving yeah. Boston, which is horrible. But New York is another league. Well, speaking of that, uh, number three is Massachusetts. So uh, we're considered by people who voted on Barstool Sports <laughs> as worst. But uh, I mean, I guess we we are pretty bad. Like. <laughs> Part of that is the circle. Hey, I live in we New got, Hampshire. Don't look yeah, at we me. have a lot of road, <laughs> a lot of roundabouts, rotaries, whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned. It. So I would have put number one as whoever lives up the street because that I live up the street. Yeah. So not including myself. Sorry, all Americans live up the street. I don't think they teach you guys how to use rotaries properly. No, no, they, no. It's a free for all. I saw someone the other survive. day stop in the middle of the rotary and give way to someone trying to enter. You once you are oh. in the rotary, you don't stop. 
this this one just up the way until you get yeah out. yeah uh, and that's a bad and there's so many it's, rotaries it's where you live terrible design it's crazy there must be 20 of them in there it's there's just, so for me to go from my place to here there's three so every yeah. morning i'm i'm like just bad. jazzed at bad drivers and you, and every morning i drive here if there's another car on the road i will i'm a bet like i would put money down that that person's not going to use the rotary and i watch and i'm like there it is. Yep. Like, no idea what they're doing. The design of that one in particular. Is, you know is why really they bad. do it? They do it so there's less accidents, but I can't imagine there's less accidents. Well, they actually got rid of one down there, not far from here. Uh, that was, it was just so poorly designed, it was causing more accidents. Sure. <laughs> so, poorly yeah, designed? Statistically, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> what was it, a square one by accident? Yeah, like, no, how do you poorly design two, a They make them too wide and too, too many offs and ons. And yeah, it's, it's just it's four. Awful. It's a circle with but four. But I grew up. Learning to drive in that stuff. Like it's so. two roads. I don't like, I don't like them. It's, yeah. Mm. Uh, like sorry, them. go ahead. So number, yeah. <laughs> number two is New Jersey, which, I mean, when I'm driving New, New, New Jersey, uh, I just watch out for the New York drivers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they tend to be worse. I'm just on New Jersey highways. So. Yeah, yeah. Me the too. Jersey turnpike. And, uh, and number one worst drivers, according to this poll, was Florida, which... Wow. I, I would you, you know why? I'm going to go on demographics bad. on that one. Yes. I'm going to call it a demographic issue. <laughs> it, it's, it's a, a, no offense. Yeah. When you get old and, you know, you just yeah. see knuckles on the steering wheel. Right. And, 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 a, little, and a little tuft of blue hair. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. many Cadillacs around and nobody's yeah. moving. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And yep. they have lots of lanes and everything. And it yeah. looks like it's gonna. it should be no problem. And then everything's standing still. So nope. Florida, yeah. and, and getting worse because that is a place that the population has grown dramatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's our top five. Well, shall we? Uh, we're running against the clock. Shall we jump right in? Delightful news. Sure. Or? All right. Sure. You got yeah. it. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone yes. must recover. Mayday. Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code red. Duck and cover. You're all in danger. Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. How delightful. There you go. I was trying to sound like Ed. You did I don't know. Good. Was it, was, I tried, <laughs> I, Ed. I, I tried. I turned my head just to see. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'll do the best I can here. I'm no Ed Sullivan. Delightful news today. A homeless man in Chicago changed my flat tire. He really saved me. This is not you. No, this I'm speaking. That was in the... Yeah, the writer's voice. (laughs) One of the most popular posts this week on a massive Reddit community website evoked all the feels that come with a simple act of kindness, especially when the compassion is shown by a homeless man. On Reddit, huh? That's not the most compassionate The spontaneous helping (laughs) hand was captured in photo by a Reddit user who described the incident for folks on the... Make Me Smile subreddit, who gave her 86,000 thumbs up. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of people. She was stranded in Chicago with a flat tire, wearing a skirt and heels, and a homeless man came to her rescue and changed her tire. I only had $60 on me, but I was very grateful and gave it all to him to say thank you for saving me. Uh, She was going to be late for an important dinner, yada, yada. She wouldn't have uh, made it there in time had she waited for, what is it, AAA or whatever here? First world problem, gotcha. Uh, Yeah, so he really (laughs) saved me. She stressed, adding, I'm no mechanic. 
There's a photo here. <laughs> no mechanics, so you can't change a tire. That's yeah. not to do with mechanics. <laughs> There's a photo here. It has a car with a flat tire and yeah, yeah. the back of some gentleman. Uh, so she got a flat tire. A homeless guy said, I'll change a tire for you for 60 bucks." No, he didn't say that. But no. she just paid him as thank Well, you. he was expecting it. Like, they wash your windshield, yeah. too. Uh, he was really sweet. He called me a lady and even opened my car door for like, me. Hey, lady. He was very much a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the 500-plus comments that followed, people talked about similar experiences with homeless citizens stepped in to help. Things like, I had a blowout in this uh, in a not-so-nice Oakland area, oh, and tired. a homeless... Uh, yeah, blowout, not shootout. <laughs> uh, yeah, a homeless person helped me out. Someone else was uh, stuck in like a... They glided into a snowbank, and Oof. a homeless person came and helped push them out. Yada, yada. Uh so he gets, My, he gets extra points because he's homeless. Like a regular person, a Boy Scout, helped change hey, somebody's well, tire still- <laughs> today. Nothing. But a homeless person did it. We have news. Well, so yeah, first right. of all, they are, they are normal people too. Yep. <laughs> Poor choice of words on your front. The, the, a normal person. I'm, I'm busting your balls. No, but... I have an issue with the entire thing, if I may, <laughs> yeah. is the fact that this is an... Like, what did we say? 86,000 thumbs up. Like, oh my God, a homeless person was a good person? Well, I mean... They are good people. Like, there are good and bad people of all walks yes, of life, if of I may add. So the fact that, like, the world is getting behind, like, oh my God, they're so horribly shocked. Like, they're not homeless because they're bad people. They might have had, like, unfortunate circumstances or something like that. Life choices also, whatever. But it doesn't mean, like, they're not compassionate people. You yeah, see someone yeah. with a flat tire and you're like, well, I'm not doing anything. I can help them out. So <laughs> I'm just a little upset. Like the appreciation is nice, but it, it to me, it reads like, oh my goodness. Like, it's like who would have thought would a homeless person would ever help they, you? I like, think the I, homeless person should get a job at the car dealership down the street, changing they, tires. There you go. Fixing flats. There you go. <laughs> there's a guy. There's if they a need job. to hire somebody just to do that, then they've got but, a lot of flat tires running by. <laughs> it was still a lovely gesture, homeless or not. I think it's the emph- emphasis on it being a homeless person. I think a stranger oh, comes and changes yeah. your well, tire. That's not, still a nice thing. It's but like, it's not news. Yeah, right. Yeah, then it wouldn't be news. It's news because it was a homeless Boy person. Scout helps somebody but change a flat tire would not be news. You expect right. a, a yeah. uh, you know. Homeless or not, what a lovely act. That person, what a, what a nice guy. And everyone else in the stories that have helped other people over the years. Uh, she summed it up by saying it was an experience I won't ever forget. Yeah, so. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. She'll probably forget. She's already forgot. <laughs> she next forgot she's, him the second she pulled up to dinner with her rich friends. The homeless guy on the street. She's <laughs> going to forget totally. No, I'm sure. She didn't see him. It, it was bucks. lovely. And giving him 60 bucks, that's very nice. That was like, you don't have to. Uh, one of the stories actually said that someone else had tried giving uh, $20 and the homeless person was like, I, I don't want to. Like, you don't have to give it to me. I was just trying to help you out. So, yeah. Yeah. Another nice person. All right. We got to right. rate this. We oh, yeah. got to rate this and Barry did it on a different size, 102, which is the craziest different thing. Different size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he locked himself in. So I don't want to lock myself into 100 and then there's nowhere to go. Right. But as close as I can get yeah. is 99. I mean, actually, I was going to go at 99 as well. Yeah, of course you were, because that's what we I do. Agree. I mean, I've I given hundreds care. before. The that's only reason close. I wouldn't give it 100 I never is give 100 I want more of it. Because you don't know what's happening in the future. Yeah. Because but I, 99 I do, but... And, so. I, and I never did numbers, but, you know, if, if I had given 100 to Atabay, and this might have a little edge then on that, then you start having to do 102. <laughs> then you're stuck oh, at 102, okay. right? Uh, but, yeah, I'm in, like, uh, finger burn territory, and it's still performing very well. We, we, got a good, we got some good time out of this for a little cigar like this. Yeah. yeah. Good time. And yeah. you still got another, like, what? That's 
That's going to give you another I'm, 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no? Well, 40, but maybe 20. And really? I'll, I'll let oh. you know because I'm going to keep going. Yeah, I was going to say, you're gonna, you know you're right going to nub it. Right, right to uh, the... Uh, yeah. Pit Life Barbecue. He's here. We're still talking. All right. So let's stop doing that. What do we got next week? Next week is season seven, episode one. (laughs) Season seven. Yeah, that's what we're Is that a way to go? Season seven, episode one. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Next week, Ed will be back. because that would mean I'm in season two of my... Yeah. We're going (laughs) to... Yes. We're going to talk about celebrities and cigars they smoke. And until then, you've been listening to the Astros broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We will see you next week. With Ed. Opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.